Welcome, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Uh, today, we have a, another good show for you today. Uh, most uh, the big story of the last couple of days is uh, New York City, quote unquote, requiring uh, vaccine passports. And I put requiring in quotes because uh, there's never there's never any, you know, sort of real requirements to do this. You always have a choice and we're going to, we're going to go through, go through that on the show today. Uh, but before we get started, um, we are streaming on our main YouTube channel. We're back after getting our second strike. And because of the censorship going on, we are making our main platform, our brand YouTube channel. So I'm going to put that in the uh chat here we go whoops here we go so please like share and subscribe over there um all our videos are posted over there as long as well as a bunch of other platforms and also uh please join the uh telegram chat uh, that i'll post a link to here and we're also going to be talking about a story or something that happened um, as a result of people posting this in our Telegram chat and, and asking, uh, asking our thoughts on it. So um, we're going to go over that. Uh, the New York City Mayor de Blasio, uh, you know, coming out and saying that they're requiring, quote unquote, unquote, requiring vaccine passports to do certain activities. And if you're not doing them, if, or if you're not, if you're not getting vaccinated, then you're not going to be able to participate in life. And this is um, something that we've been talking about for a while that they're going to try to do. And um, and here we are. So another prediction, another prediction coming true. When you know it. So any anything to add before we get started? Um, no, I really enjoyed yesterday's show with Dr. Kate Wilson. I definitely yes. encourage people um, to check that out if you haven't heard it. Um, I really, really two of our best shows, I think, were these two, two doctors that we had on the one with uh, Dr. Josh McLaughlin. So please check that out. And Dr. Kate Wilson from yesterday, she had some really profound things to say, in my opinion. Um, so please check that out. And uh, thanks for joining us. And we really appreciate you being here. Yeah, uh, definitely check that out, uh, especially over on Brand New Tube. So yeah, good morning, Fruitful Bear. Good morning, Kate. Uh, sorry, Colette. Um, so yeah. Colette's Kate's on the mind. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a that was a really fun show. Um, uh, if you're watching this, uh, please like, please share. Um, you know, get, try to get other people to join, join the live show. Uh, interact, say hi. We love when people are interacting in the chat. Uh, before we get going with the information, let's just take uh, a brief moment to focus our energy and intention on the community. Uh, that we're trying to build, the world that we're trying to build and live in, and um, and really focus our energy and intention on that. And I think if we do this every day, I think we're going to get, um, you know, I, I think you might be surprised as to what we can, what we can build. Um, so yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, good morning, uh, E. Rezu. Uh, greetings from Stockholm, Sweden. Um, yes, thank you, Lena. Uh, that's great to hear. Great to see people from all over uh, joining. Um, and so let's get started. I'm going to share my screen. And so the first story we have is New York City Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio will mandate COVID vaccines for certain indoor activities. Now, the first thing uh, about this is um, just because a mayor quote unquote mandates something doesn't mean that you actually have to do it, right? So um, it's all just an offer. It's an offer to take a product. And there are many, many ways of uh, avoiding, you know, not taking their product, not accepting their offer to take their product. You know, we can get into natural law and um, understand your rights and freedoms and uh, ways that you can navigate the system, ways that you can go around. You know, the first thing to do would be to 
um, you know, sort of put the onus back on them rather than just saying, no, I'm not going to take it. You sort of conditionally accept the offer. So yeah, I would, I would accept the offer to take your product under the following conditions and you list out, you know, 10, you know, many different conditions have been tested. It's been, you know, the long-term effects have been studied and all this and that. And there's many different ways of going about this. Um, anything to add? I, I have another sort of thing that I want to talk about, but anything to add at this point? No. So, no, I mean, this, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, sorry, it's, I said no, and then I'm going to talk, <laughs> obviously, uh, obviously a worldwide agenda. Um, they're doing, you know, in Ecuador, they sort of announced these very uh, draconian uh, vaccine passport idea requirements, got a lot of pushback, shelved them, and then have since rolled out uh, an incentive-based um, passport idea where basically stores can participate, they can give you discounts and things like that for having, you know, having the vaccine card. Um, so that's kind of what they're doing here. And, and again, I'm just, you know, just illustrating the global nature of this. I think to your point, uh, the, the, there's lots of remedy. There's lots of ways around it. And, and the most important thing here is that we're all, we're all pushing back on whatever level we're pushing back, whether that's just not participating at all, whether that's taking legal action, um, whether that's, you know, ignoring it completely and building the new world, whatever it is. But, you know, that's the important thing is that we're all pushing back. Yeah. And I mentioned uh, I mentioned this on a, on a previous show, but um, just because of the nature of what I do for for my work, I, I hear from people all over the world in this vein. You know, so people are talking about this. People are talking about the, um, you know, what's going on with the passports and the vaccines and all that stuff. And uh, I got an email a few weeks ago from one of the suppliers that we get some of our or one of our products from. Um, he said he worked with uh, a woman who lives in, I think it was Lithuania, and they required uh, passports to go into restaurants and other other sort of indoor activities. And they basically had to shelve that after a month. Uh, people just didn't go into any rest, any restaurants and, you know, um, it basically shut down their economy. Uh, it was sort of like the voluntary, not the voluntary, but like the, the people essentially just didn't go. And so they had to abandon it. And there's many, many ways um, of getting around this. Uh, in addition to just leaving, you know, so some people, if, if you want to stay in that world, if you want to have access to all the bright lights and excitement that uh, New York City and other major cities offer, you're going to have to in a certain sense, play ball, unless you really don't mind the conflict, you know, so there's going to be lots of conflict, lots of times where you're going to have to, you know, basically get into arguments, debates, conflicts with people who are trying to require this. And, and um, for a lot of people, that's, you know, that's just too much for them. It's just too much that they want to do. And I don't, I don't blame them. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be in conflict with everyone, you know, a hostess at a restaurant or, or what have you. I just, you know, it just, it's, it gets to be too much. And so the other thing that should be stated and pointed out is that there are help wanted signs for jobs all over the place offering actually like decent pay for now. And so like, if you really wanted to, you can get out of these places and go get a job, go, you go to a cheaper, cheaper cost of living place, get a place outside of major cities, um, get a little bit of land, start growing your own food. And you can, you can, it's probably never been, e never been easier to sort of relocate, get yourself set up and, um, and start a new life if, if you're living in one of these major cities. I mean, just to add to that real quick, um, the parameters that we put on our life are just, they're just our parameters. Um, we can literally do anything that we want to do. And um, when we, when we say like, when we think about something as being hard or difficult, or we put the reasons in our minds of why we can't do something, 
it absolutely cements that like it absolutely makes that real um just and so just to give sort of a real world example of what asher is talking about um you know i live in ecuador where your typical rent is is like around you know three hundred dollars a month <laughs> um you can pay of course a lot a lot more than that but you know talk talk about a cost a cost of living difference you know your typical water bill is is like eight bucks you know your typical electric bill is like maybe fifteen dollars a month you could buy um you know, a nice piece of land in the Amazonian region here, uh, small, but, you know, a nice small piece of land here for, you know, 10 grand, no problem. And set yourself up off, you know, off grid or, or, you know, however you want to do it. Right. No, no winter. Um, so there, there truly are no excuses if you're interested in those things, of course, <laughs> um, you know, there really are no excuses for making those changes. Um, you know, everybody has the ability and it's really, it's really literally, literally the mindset that dictates what you can and can't do. Yeah. And so number one, you have, you know, ample opportunities to, to get out if you want. Um, you could stand and, and, and fight and sort of, you know, go down with the ship almost. But the, it, the, the culture of people in, in these places is such that it's going to be more and more difficult, more and more challenging um, not that you can't do it, but it's just going to become, in my opinion, a lower standard of living, lower standard of life. You're going to have more conflict, more headache, more hassle, more, you know, everything. And it's about reprioritizing what's important in your life. And, um, you know, on a previous show, I, I, I posed the question on if we measured the uh, happiness level of the people who got, you know, sort of 90% of their meals, home cooked meals from their wife or whatever. And you sat around and ate dinner with your family. Like what, what's the happiness level of the people who did that 90% of the time and the people who did that, you know, maybe 30% or less of the time. And maybe that's like the, the real metric that we should be measuring. And if that's, if that's the, metric that is predicted predictive of happiness that maybe that's what we should prioritize versus you know climbing the corporate ladder getting all the uh, fancy trinkets and toys and all that stuff and it's just you know now is a time to really think about your priorities in life i mean especially since we're we're heading into supply chain issues global food shortages and likely a hyperinflationary environment um, to be living in a place like New York City, really dependent on services and everything functioning is um, just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Unless, unless you're again, unless you are wanting to be sort of in the belly of the beast and take that fight on, which I have a lot of respect for also. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we're not saying that it can't be done. Um, we're not saying that you can't have a good life while still living in a city, but um you know, it, it's just time to sort of rethink your priorities because in my opinion, this is not, you know, it, it's not letting up. And so um, let's, let's go on to the next story, uh, which is um, Fauci fears that a variant worse than Delta is coming, says COVID-19, COVID-19 cases may double. So here's Fauci in his very scientific mask with all these uh, beakers and test tubes and all that stuff sort of representing the uh, brilliance of science and how far we've come along in, in the, the, with our new god of science. We don't think yeah. the earth is flat anymore, baby. Right. And so like, you know, again, here, here's something that we've predicted uh, again on, on previous shows is that they're going to continue with new variants, new strains, you know, I, I think I said in, in the beginning, you know, if it's not COVID-19, it's COVID-20 or 21, and they're going to keep going until they get, until they get what they want. And so, you know, we're, here we're just foreshadowing a, you know, a new, a new boogeyman or a new thing that is supposed to get everyone scared so that people, you know, vax up or mask up or whatever it is. And so, you know, again, it's the, it's the fear porn. It's the, um, 
it's the technique or tactic to get everyone uh, sort of reacting to what these people say. And, um, you know, if there's no original COVID virus, there's no, uh, there, which has never been proven, it's never been isolated, never purified, and never been shown to cause any healthy person to get sick. If there's no original, there can be no variants. And so, you know, what is this going to do? You know, maybe, maybe it's, you know, all the vaccinated people getting sick. Maybe it's the, you know, turning up of the 5G antennas. Maybe it's, you know, a lot, a lot of things could happen um, to cause a lot of people to get sick. And, um, you know, here we go. Yeah, I mean, you also have to take into account something Dr. Kate was talking about that we've talked about a number of times too, that we really are in the convergence, we're living through this prophecy time, like this convergence of many prophecies and, in, and nearly all of them, there is a large die off as well. <laughs> so, um, you know, we are in a time of, we are in a time of that. We're certainly seeing medical professionals reporting all kinds of problems amongst the vaccinated. Um, you know, we're seeing that as well. And we're also, you know, I'm definitely seeing in my personal life, people just peel off and die from, from, what seems to be strange things. Now, I don't, I don't know what to attribute that to. I like, honestly have no idea. I, I have, I can speculate about it, but, um, but I do see that happening. And it is interesting to just see how the cabal goes about all of this, right? It's like, um, they've already told you that Dr. Fauci is a liar. They've made that very explicit, right? They've, they've, they've gone out of their way on the mainstream media to be like, First, Dr. Fauci says this. Now he says this. Then he goes back to that. Now he says this. Now he says that. They've gone very far out of, your, out of their way to designate Dr. Fauci as a liar, while at the same time holding him up as a god and the main authority figure and, and the main sort of, um, you know, he's the monopoly owner. You know, he's the, uh, <clears throat> the, the most trusted source in, <laughs> in vaccine information, right, or virus information pandemic information. So, so they, they telegraph that very clearly, right? Like how stupid are you if you believe a liar who we've already told you is a liar? Um, they make that, you know, they make that very clear. Um, and then they continue to use him to dictate policy. Um, they've also announced, uh, through all kinds of ways that this is not going anywhere. Um, so we've seen contracts come out, between the British government and advertising companies that run through 2023 or 2025 um, for COVID-related propaganda, um, so th th they've they've already signed the contracts. Like you know, they're, they're not that that they're telling you. Um, we've seen um, we've seen that same thing happen with. I uh, had the example when you were talking, and now I'm going to forget it. But there's another example just like that. We've heard Bill Gates talk about this pretty extensively. Oh, right. They've also said, um, you know, many times in many different ways, the pandemic's not going to end until everyone gets vaccinated, right? Well, number one, everyone's not going to get vaccinated. They tell you the truth, right? They tell you. Number one, everyone's not going to get vaccinated. Hence, the, the pandemic's never going to end. And number two, they've already told you that they're liars. They've told you that. So even if everyone did get vaccinated, they would come up with the next, you know, the next thing. So, oh, I remember what it was, right? Pfizer or one of these one of these vaccine companies already has, I don't remember if now if it was contracts or if it was just product, one of the two, um, for multiple, 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 multiple booster doses. I think it was five, uh, like they're five years out already on, on, you know, booster vaccines for, you know, against COVID and, and different variants that they'll be coming up with in the future. So, you know, that's, it's all been written guys, the show, you know, the, the, the route they want you to take is is laid out. They've expressed it publicly. And all that's left now is to see if you want to participate or not. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you know, uh, they're demonizing the quote unquote vaccine hesitant. It's a way to, you know, it's not over until everyone gets vaccinated, you know, translation. Um, uh, you know, it's the, it's the unvaccinated's fault for doing this. And so it's going to create more animosity and hatred of the vaccinated towards the unvaccinated. And so it's like, do you really want to live near all those people? You know, like, 
we, we've sort of normalized uh, violence towards certain groups that have been demonized and outcast, you know, like, you know, the alt, quote unquote, alt-right or, or whatever it is. And so, you know, it's, it's basically uh, okay to do those types of things right now. It's okay to, you know, have a, a, a violent protest as long as you're on the right side. And so like, you know, do you really want to live near, near those people? It's, um, you know, now, now is the time to, to really make some hard decisions. And, you know, if it's not going to come from, if, if you aren't the one uh, sort of dictating your involvement and your participation in the system, it's going to be them, you know, because they, they're going to say whether or not you can or can't, and you can't do this and you can't do that. And so like, Yes, there are ways around it, um, but I think I think life is going to be a lot more fun for a lot of people if they just, you know, say goodbye to that system and join with people like us and many many other people building the new system outside of that. Yeah, I just um, you know, I just want to say, you know, obviously, I agree with you, right? I mean, I've made the same decisions for my family and myself. So obviously I've taken the same route and have similar thinking, but it really is an interesting discussion between the idea of sort of removing yourself from the matrix world, from the old world and letting it burn versus the idea of being part of a movement that includes the ultimate salvation of everyone, right? Even, even the people, even the people who are, you know, triple jabbed and quadruple masked, uh, screaming at the unvaccinated in New York City, right? Um, um, and, you know, Dr. Kate was talking about, Kate was talking about this idea of like safety bubbles, um, which is one that, uh, you know, appeals to me, resonates with me, where I do believe that even in places like New York City, there's going to be beautiful things that happen, awake, alive people who create maybe, I don't know, maybe even a little, you know, a little sort of world in New York outside of New York, you know, a little maybe safety bubble there. So it's important just not, it's important to take into account the things that Asher's saying, obviously, right, for obvious reasons. Um, But it's also important to to do what's right for you and your path, and um, not to do any of those things out of fear. Um, And to, you know, really, I do have faith in, in those elements of protection that are out there for those of us uh, you know, walking on this side. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some, you know, real warriors out there. And, uh, but I, I think you, you really do have to be a warrior and ready for the fight, ready for what's going to come to you if you're going to, um, stay in that system. And, you know, it's, it's for some people, uh, but it's, it's definitely not for most people because it is gonna, it is going to get, um, you know, kind of ugly out there. So, yeah, uh, Colette adds, my best friend and I have this discussion all the time. How much do we stand up and fight and how much do we just live by example? Um, Yeah, it's a great, it's a, it's a, you know, it's the great question of the time, you know, for, for our side right now. It's like, um, you know, how, how much do you want to expose yourself to that stuff? Um, You know, for me, it's like, I don't even want my children seeing people walking, walking around with, with masks. And I know that right. I can't, you know, protect them and shelter them from everything because, you know, that, that's not, they're going to have to face this world at some point. Um, and to just shelter them really puts them, at, you know, does them a disservice in my opinion. Um, but at the same time, you know, you want to protect their innocence and, uh, you know, they're, they're children. My oldest is six and a half now, and um, she's never worn a mask. I would never do that with her. She, you know, she knows sort of, you know, like I, I said, you know, hey, do you know what, do you know what COVID is? She's like, is that people wearing masks? I'm like, yeah, sort of, you know, and that's probably as much as she needs to know at this point. Um, but at some point, you know, we're going to have to, you know, gradually expose her to more and more stuff and, you know, you know, help, help, help her through it and help, you know, help her understand what's going on. And, 
Um, so it's it's just a constant question that I don't know. I don't know if we can come up with a right answer. Like fifty seven percent, you do your thing, and and forty three percent, you you stand stand up and fight. I don't think there's a there we could ever come to an answer or conclusion on that. It's you know it's kind of like you have to find your path. Yeah, I think that's the key, right? What to, to walk your path authentically, and that really is different for everyone. And I think it, it'll, yeah. I mean, and it also it depends where you're at, and it depends what your role is. Um, you know, I'm a huge believer, huge believer that there's a divine plan at work here. Um, that the right people have been placed in the right places around the world for their job right now at this time. Um, you know, I'm a huge, huge believer in that, and so. I know, for example, for myself, you know, my role is not is not being an activist. You know, that's not that's not who I am. Like my role is not to go and march and yell at people and and, uh, you know, do all of that stuff. And that doesn't mean that that isn't someone else's role. Um, And I and I and I do think that, yeah, I mean, these are the things we're all wrestling with with. Right. I'm really wrestling with this. I mean my 13 year old daughter really wants to go back to visit her mother right now uh, in New York city. Um, And I don't want to tell her, no, she hasn't seen her mother in almost two years. It's ridiculous. You know Um, I don't want to tell her no. And I, I'm not going to tell her no. She, if she ultimately decides that she wants to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to trust in God and let her do it. Um, That being said, it, it, it brings up all those fears for me. Right. And then, and I recognize that and I don't want to walk, I don't want to live out of fear, but, these and so and so these are kind of what we're all what we're all wrestling with, right? These these decisions. Do I hang out with vaccinated friends and family or not? Is that a, you know is that a risk to me or not? Um, what am I willing to do to travel to do these kinds of things? Um, you know, these are how active do I want to be? Do I want to be fighting in the system or do I want to be out on a mountain somewhere? Um, you know, and and I, I don't I don't like Asher said. I don't think there is an answer. I think everyone has their own path, and I think you know, really the, the key to those questions for each individual is, is just number one, are you making decisions out of fear? Because that will cloud the results of those decisions. Um, that would be the first question that I would ask myself. Um, the other question I would ask myself is like, is this, is this for my highest purpose? Like, is this decision I'm making for my highest purpose? Is this fit with my, with my highest purpose? Um, and, and just, you know, feel into it and, and stay authentic and, and trust that, you know, you'll be shown the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great points. Let's go to another story to sort of reinforce what we're talking about. So unvaccinated Amer- Americans not changing their behavior report fines. So um, going down here, they say an estimated... Uh, where is it? Estimated. Uh, by contrast, 37%. Yeah. So in, in other words, the, the vaccinated people are masking up as they're told and the unvaccinated are continue, continuing to not do that. And then down here, they say one finding has not changed Staunch opposition to the vaccines has hovered around 13 to 15% range from the beginning. In the latest report, 14% say they would definitely not get vaccinated. So um, number one, uh, in my opinion, and I have no hard and fast data to support this, but I think that 14% is low. (laughs) Um, I think they are underestimating that on purpose to... um, to basically show social proof to the, you know, people uh, who are on the fence still that, you know, oh, you know, it's only, only this many people aren't going to do it. And I, so I think there's more, but if you take that number at face value, that means 45, over 45 million people are definitely not, or according to them, definitely not getting vaccinated. So 45 million people is a lot of people. That is definitely enough people for us to break away and form whatever society or civilization we, we need and have all the people to support our life, our businesses, everything. Um, 
we can do that with 45 million people in the U.S. There's with no issues. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I agree that that reeks of fear porn to me as well. Um, as far as putting out a very low number on purpose to to make people uh, feel like they're in the you know stupid tiny minority if they're against being vaccinated and we all know what um being accepted and liked does to the human psyche um so i think that's what they're they're going after there um i mean even if even if the it was even if it was a real poll the amount of social which i don't think it is the amount of social pressure that's out there to get vaccinated if someone called your house and was like hey what are your thoughts on the vaccine are you going to get vaccinated and you're definitely not what's the chance what's the likelihood that you're going to say that like the the, yeah. the you know so even if it's a real poll which i doubt it is um so you know it's it's well anyways i'll leave that there yeah yeah i mean your point is it, it's the same reason why the the polls measuring uh measuring the trump popularity were <laughs> it's because yeah. People, you know, you, you get your house called, like, do you really think it's anonymous? No, of course not. They get your home phone number. They know who you are. They can put it into a database and now you're outed as a Trump supporter. So of course there's going to be a percentage of people who lie. And so let's say this 14% is actually 20%. Then that 45 million goes to like over 60 million people. You know, and and, it, and it wouldn't surprise me if the number was somewhere between 40 and 60 would not surprise. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, it's yeah. So um, don't believe their numbers when they say, you know, 67 percent or whatever it is has gotten, you know, fully jabbed or something like that. It's it's just a way to to show people how you know, everyone's going along. So you 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 should, too. I mean, there's a there's a um, uh, somewhat near my house, maybe 15 minutes away from my house. There's a a COVID-19 testing clinic. It's there, there's big signs all over the all over the uh, all over the the you know building whatever whatever it is. Um, and a few months ago, I saw maybe a couple cars there, but it's been like empty, completely empty, no cars, no nothing there for months months and months and it's like i mean you know this is small town north carolina which is different from new york city or san francisco california but i can't imagine that it's it's too different in many other places like this you know people just aren't buying it anymore yeah i I saw a, a really funny we i don't remember if we shared it on the show or not we may have but i saw this hilarious article um an accompanying tv clip where the nurses slash head of hospital not head of hospital but whoever was coordinating basically they get a call from a news crew um oh i remember what it was it was on project veritas i think um that it, it leaked out if i remember this correctly but the story i remember and anyhow the this hospital where they do, where they have a, a testing location set up. They get a call from a news crew. The news crew is going to come down and take some footage uh, of this testing facility. And the direct quote from the hospital worker, whoever it was, was something like, we didn't know they were going to bring all their own people too. And then we go into this and we go into the story. And as it turns out, oh, sorry, I hit a, hit a wrong button there. As it turns out, the television crew rolled in with extras. Um, they had them form a huge line. Uh, they got all set up. They put a bunch of cars in the parking lot. Like they staged a movie set, essentially. Um, and then they had, you know, then they went live when, you know, there's a huge line. People are rolling through. They're, they're, getting, they're going into the tent. They're coming out of the tent. They're literally actors um, cre- creating an actor-based reality, which may be, in the next article you're going to share, yeah. but, uh, um, you know, it was, it, it was really, uh, amazing to see again. It's just, it's breathtaking. We say this over and over again, but it's just, it is just breathtaking that the curtain 
between you and the wizard is just it's completely gone it does not exist it's not even a shower curtain anymore like a transparent shower curtain it's just gone you're standing outside the the shower getting wet <laughs> like it's it's you there's the wizard i mean it's just uh there's just they're not hiding it in any way anymore just at all yeah yeah so uh speaking of actors we have emmy award-winning emmy award-winning uh actor slash politician andrew cuomo uh he is being called to resign from being uh, governor of New York uh, because of uh, sexual impropriety allegations. And of course, he is saying that the facts are very different from what they're reported. And uh, so essentially, uh, Andrew Cuomo is calling CNN and uh, Chris Cuomo fake news. So I thought that was, that was just uh, in, a, in a delicious twist of irony. Emmy award-winning actor slash politician Andrew Cuomo is calling out his brother and CNN as fake news. Now, I don't know if he actually called out his brother, uh, but he's saying that the, the facts don't line up with what was reported. Uh, in other words, fake news. So, so you have, you know, so there's that. I don't have a whole lot more to say on this guy. I think he's a creep. I think most politicians are creeps and um you know i think they're trying to take him down I, I don't know why it doesn't really matter uh it's just funny how you know we have an emmy award-winning actor over here and uh we're still trying to pull pull off the charade that all this stuff is real and all that stuff when he the guy literally won an emmy for his yeah, we- role in in like the the his press conferences and and uh, stuff that he did last year so yeah and it's, award it, right last there. last time i checked emmy awards are given out to actors right so so again on full display here right nothing they're not hiding anything they're telling you to your face he's an actor so you know your governor of new york is an actor um and yeah i mean the interesting question which ultimately i agree with you completely is actually not interesting at all because it doesn't matter but the interesting question is, you know, why are they taking this guy down uh, now in this way? Um, and then, you know, I love what you said next. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and that's, you know, that is really true. Um, I think we're, we're just sort of past that point of needing to spend time, you know, analyzing what they're doing. It's just time to be uh, in our world creating what we want. We know what they're doing. There was something we were talking about before the show about that, which... I don't recall now, but it's like you can spend, you know, you can yeah, spend the rest. Go yeah, ahead. let's talk about that because, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, because I think I know where, where you're going with this, but I, I want to just bring that up in response to uh, to the Telegram chat. So thanks everyone for participating in that. Um, it's a it's a great way to get involved and interact with us, ask questions, all that stuff. And so this is a. This is a video that people uh, uh, in the Telegram chat wanted our reaction to and wanted to see what we thought about this. Um, so here is uh, supposedly an ex-Pfizer employee now whistleblower confirms the use of graphene oxide in the uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca vaccine. And so um, if you want to watch the video, you know, that's fine. But uh, I think... Um, so my, my take on it is, and I did watch it, um, and she does say some stuff that could be, that could be, you know, so bottom line is, I, she says some stuff about what's in the, what's in the jab, graphene oxide, and, uh, and the fact that it's used so that they can connect you to the internet uh, with these uh, hydrogen something. And maybe it's true. Maybe everything she says is true. Maybe this really is a former uh, Pfizer employee. Maybe all of all of what she said is true. She sounded credible. She sounded smart. Um, she sounded like she had uh, sources and uh, you know things that corroborated what she was saying. And so maybe it's true. 
the point is, is that even if this is all true and this is this is what's in the, the vaccine and all that stuff, for me, it's like it, nothing, nothing changed. I wasn't going to take the vaccine before I saw this and I'm not going to take it after I saw this. So it's more like for me that this is fear porn. This is a way that, oh, my God, this is what's in it. This, you know, they're doing all of this stuff. They're connecting us to the internet. It's a, it's a way to bring our attention and energy into the bad stuff that's going on, put us in more fear, and therefore, you know, get us to react or, or what have you. But the, in reality, nothing changed for me. I wasn't going to get it before I saw this, and I'm not going to get it after I saw this. And so we could spend, I don't know, 10, 20 hours digging through, digging through this, you know, uh, finding all the documents that she was referencing, uh, looking her up, seeing who she's connected with, looking at all those connections and all that stuff. And, you know, and let's say we, let's say we came out with research and it's like, you know, now we're a little bit more confident in what she's saying is true. And, you know, we can never know for sure, regardless of how much time we spend on it. So to me, it's like, it's fear porn that just takes up time. And at the end of the day, I wasn't getting it before I heard this and I'm not getting it after it. And uh, it's just bringing down the vibration, bringing down the frequency into a fear state rather than uh, spending that time that we could have spent on building the new. And so that that's my opinion on it. You feel free to watch it if you want. It might be a good thing to send to people who haven't woken up on, you know, hey, this is this could be what's in it. Um, so it might serve a perfect purpose in that regard. But for me, it's just kind of, you know, it is what it is. It didn't change anything for me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember when that video came out, I probably watched it, although I don't, I don't remember. I think it was a week or two ago that, that I saw that somewhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I very strongly second everything you say. It's like information of that kind is great. I'm really, I'm so pleased and happy that so many people are putting it out there. And it's, it's really, really important for people who either um, are either on the fence about something or don't really know what's going on or, or have a, have the potential to be influenced, like you mentioned, or if you're, you know, if you're needing to, if you're needing to make a decision, right? Like if you're, um, you know, thinking about getting jabbed, should, you know, should I get, should I get jabbed or not? Um, you know, then, then that's, you know, that's really important. Um, I, I think for me on my journey, it was like doing lots of research, was an important part of my journey because I needed to see all the darkness to know not to participate in that and to go a different direction. So that was really important for me to go through that process. For me, once you understand the game plan, um, which I under, you know, I, you and I have understood now for a very long time, once you understand the game plan, um, the only thing that spending lots of time looking at it can really do is um you know is is kind of suck you into that world and and sort of take you out of your flow and your your own creative state so um yeah i, I come down on it you know very similar to you uh in fact some of the first research i had done in since probably you know 2013 or something was on covid when it first hit and actually your dad's video was one of the videos i watched and um you know and i i, I did spend probably you know, five or 10 hours doing some research at the beginning of COVID because I wanted to understand what was going on. And I saw my, yeah, I mean, they were shutting things down where I live and, you know, my family was asking me my thoughts and I hadn't looked at it. And I, I did some research at that time. Okay. I, I, I see there, I see what's coming. It was exactly what we're living through now. Um, and, and, you know, so of course they're putting super nasty shit in these shots. I don't have any doubt about that. Uh, if, if this video confirms a lot of that, that makes sense to me, you know, that's, that's what we, that's what, that's what I thought anyway. Right. So, um, uh, we're kind of in, we seem to be in that time right now where if you've been doing any research over the last however many years, you know, you're being proved right 
day by day by day here. So, um, so, you know, yeah, the, I, you know, we've talked about that idea a lot. We haven't talked about graphene oxide a lot, although that that's, there's a lot of evidence on that, that I've seen, um, you know, but we've talked a lot about the, the, um, the goals of the jab and possibly connecting to the cloud and all these kinds of things. And I, you know, I, whether those things are true or not, yeah, I mean, I'm not getting jabbed. So, um, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. Colette, Colette says, I think it's actually a good video for people that are still in the narrative. Yeah. I mean, things like this, uh, certainly yeah. have their place. Um, but if you're, if you're on this level, I think that it's, it's just sucking you down into that fear, fear state, you know, like, like you said, the Alex Jones phase and, and yeah, you know, uh, I needed to do that research and, and really see what was going on in the beginning to wake, wake up and all that stuff. But after a certain part, point, once you, once you know the agenda, once you, once you know what's coming, you know, it just becomes um, you know, a, a place to sort of take your eyes off the prize and get you into that fear state. So, um, so yeah, uh, th those are my thoughts on it. Thank you everyone for uh, bringing it to our attention and, and, and asking for our thoughts on it. Um, and so there you go. Uh, I do have to get going in the next um, couple minutes. Before we end, can everyone just give us a like real quick? Uh, that'd be really appreciated. Um, kind of, we are going to get vaccines for heartbroken. Yeah. Maybe there's a vac. maybe there's a vaccine for vaccine hesitancy. Um, maybe they can come up with that. Uh, let me, I'm reading some of the chat too. And E. Rezu says, uh, their teenagers, um, might get the jab if they think she's a hippie, uh, and might get them might get the jab without them knowing and, and I, I saw a story on that as well uh maybe it was the uk or something like that where it's uh, uh children down to the age of 16 can can now get it without parental consent and so you know there there's uh i think in dc they 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 said they could get it um you know down to age seven or something like that they could get uh, certain types of shots and so it's just you know don't be a part of that world um yeah i don't know what, yeah no i mean that's 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 the takeaway right is like who who you know do you want to be living a lifestyle where you don't have control over your babies it's like you know, you're going to have your kids in public school and dealing, you know, living in a city and dealing with all the media influence and all the stuff, you know, you're, you're going to lose, you know, you may or may not have much, much say there. Um, and that's, you know, get yourself out of that lifestyle right away. Like before, you know, before something like that happens. It's yeah. And there are job postings, there are job uh, openings all over the country. Maybe it's not in your line of work, but you know, you could get probably 20 bucks an hour or something like that at a restaurant it's enough to, if you're in a city, that's enough to get you out, get, get yourself a, a, a nice place to live in a cheaper cost of living area with, with some land so you can grow a garden. And, you know, it's, it's just about, you know, resetting your priorities. And uh, I think now's a really good time to take a hard look at that. So. And again, you know, I, I always add the foreign perspective in. It's like we live in the age of internet. Like you can make, you know, if you made five, even 10, you know, $10 an hour online, you can live where I live. Great. You, know? <laughs> you make 20, you make $20 an hour online and you live in Ecuador. Like, you know, you're going to, you're going to live a great life. Um, so yeah, there literally are no excuses. Um, you know, one thing I just want to leave people with um, any of the, any of the, sort of masters of the mind or the masters of law of attraction stuff, the people who've, you know, created amazing lifestyles for themselves, the people who do channeling work, you know, I, I'm thinking of the, you know, the Abraham Hicks types and the, um, you know, and then the, the 10 trillion others who, you know, I can name off, but um, people who do channeling work, people who teach sort of how to create life, the life that you want, people who have created the life they want and talk about it people who teach the law of attraction stuff, people who do write all the self-help books, um, you know, all of it. The, the main takeaway 
always 100% everybody, you know, nobody, you can't find anyone who disagrees with it is that you need to spend time cultivating, focusing on living in taking actions towards the vision that you want to create. And so, you know, when we're talking about, we're having this discussion around what's in the jab and what's, what they're up to and what they're doing and this and that, um, that, that, that is fine to talk about in certain contexts. Like, you know, in the context of this show, it's like, we're, we're, we're trying to sort of help people see some things, or we're trying to give our perspective on certain things. It's fine in certain contexts to have those conversations, but it's not fine at all to live in that world. Um, the only way that you're going to create the life you want is by doing it actively. And what all of these people talk about, what all these channeled higher dimensional beings are always saying to us is, you know, spend time in fantasy, spend time in like that, that right brain, playful world of creation, uh, envision that, you know, have those, have that vision, ha live in that world that you want to see. And then of course, take action. And of course, um, you know, it, it's not by magic that those things happen, but, but, it, but if the vision isn't there, it can't happen. And if the vision is of a dark future, because you're spending all your time researching this kind of stuff, um, it's very likely you're going to create that. Yeah. With that, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for the day. Uh, again, we are on our second strike. Uh, we This video will be taken down from YouTube as soon as we're done uh, with it. And it'll be uploaded on our brand YouTube channel. I just posted that link in the chat. Please subscribe there. This will be available there. Uh, and if you're going to send our videos to anyone, which we hope you do, please uh, use the brand YouTube link. So. That said, uh, again, uh, please uh, give us a like uh, on your way out the door and uh, we will see you tomorrow.